Hello and welcome into episode 22 of All In with Adam. Today I have a really awesome guest, a guest that I've known for almost about 10 years now. This is my uncle, Eric. Now he's my legal uncle, it's actually Kelly's uncle, but I've known him, you know, the the entire time that I've been with Kelly. And man, I've had some awesome conversations with Eric over the years. So I've always known that he was going to be a guest on this podcast. But for reasons that that (laughs) I'm gonna describe, um, you know, Eric was not a guest I wanted to bring on immediately. The word controversial comes to mind when I I think about some of the things that Eric believes and some of the the directions that our conversations will often head in. So I wanted to record this brief intro to let you know that there are things in this podcast that, you know, some people might find offensive. Hopefully not the listeners of this podcast. I really don't think that's the type of platform I've created here, one in which people get easily offended. But if you find yourself in that camp, this is probably not the podcast for you. While Eric contains a wealth of knowledge on a huge variety of different topics, be it the military or government philosophy or firearms, there are definitely some things that he believes that I'm not here to necessarily defend or tell you that I agree with. But with that said, the way I perceive an individual like Eric is that if you can't have a good time talking with somebody like this, you just don't like having a good time. To me, Eric has always been deeply engaging, super, super funny, uh, full of some incredible stories, and you know, you sprinkle a few Alex Jones-esque conspiracy theories on top, and for me, this is, a, this is always a really, really good kind of conversation to have. So while I think we were able to keep this podcast very much on the rails, um, well, there were some moments it went off the rails, but those have been edited out, but um, this is somewhat of a trigger warning, I suppose, just to let you know that this conversation goes in some wild directions. Uh, it's definitely an explosion exploratory conversation, which are my favorite types of conversations to have. Uh, But with that said, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is a bit of a wild episode. So if you're easily offended, maybe not the episode for you, or, you know, toughen up a little bit and enjoy an hour-long chat with with a pretty awesome guy. So this is our podcast with Eric. Enjoy. Everybody, this is episode. What are you on? You're on 20, 22. That's what episode we're on today. Twenty two, my favorite caliber. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. And I've got I've got Merchant Marine and my uh, my legal uncle now. That's what yeah, you are, legal uncle. Yep. This is brother and Eric, man. How are you? I'm great, um, more or less. Former Merchant Marine. Former Merchant Marine. Yeah. What What can you tell me about that whole era of your life? I've heard a bunch of stories, but how do you summarize that nowadays? Looking back. Um, the best times of my life. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Why is that? Absolutely. Um, the adventure and the work. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I I loved working, um, on ships, especially in the engine room. Were you you exclusively on ships? Yeah. Well, the, my last five years was a, uh, a drill ship and it's more like a, uh, it's a floating oil derrick. Okay. Yeah. It's a big drill ship and, uh. Big ship with a with a hole in it, <laughs> and, <laughs> bringing oil and, and, and up, a right? big thing on standing on top of it that uh, screws up stability. <laughs> That's what a drill ship is. How dangerous is it? Uh, the oil field was particularly uh, risky. 
Right, I always feel like that's in the high risk job category. Yeah, it's, working it's, oil. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, deep sea oil drilling. Man, you, you remember the uh, the Deepwater Horizon? Mm-hmm. Big yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, just somebody that basically the mud engineer screwed up, and you know the the mud's supposed to keep the uh, the oil column at a at a certain pressure. You know what I mean? Okay. So, and they didn't uh, calculate the mud right. Gotcha. And that's why the well blew and they had all those problems and everything like that. So, Man. Yeah. So just one little mistake. Sure. You know? I mean, yeah. But there's there was incidents out there, yeah. How long would you be out at sea at, at one time? Months, um, I take it. Yeah. On the, uh, in the in the Merchant Marine, the Union, we'd, uh, my first runs were four months on and four months off. Some ships were three months um, now they're doing 75 on and 75 off days. Yeah. Okay. I say not much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the oil field was, uh, 30 days on 30 days off basically. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, it was hard work though. Hard you know? for, for raising a family too. I take it. Right. Um, well, cause it's all or nothing. You're what, either not there at all or you're fucking home for three months. Right. Yeah. You know, when I started a family, I left the merchant marine. And oh, did you really? I didn't yeah. know what the timeline was on that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And uh, when I met my ex-wife, um, <clears throat> we uh, you're gonna have to edit <laughs> <laughs> already. Three already. minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. When I met her, um, I gave it up. You know, I gave up the Merchant Marine mm. and uh, gave it up for about ten years, I guess. And then got back in and sailed again for another 15 years, I guess. Man, I yeah. didn't realize there was that big of a gap in there. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Got the, got divorced and uh, worked in a metal shop for a while. And, I didn't uh, know that either. Got Shit. burned out on the metal shop and then went back to sea. Yeah. yeah. I imagine nice touch, getting... by the way. I like the little... Uh... Oh, you like the boat? That's actually perfect on your side. Yeah, right? A little sailboat behind <laughs> I you. I didn't know yeah. if you'd set that up or not. No, that's yeah, perfect, actually. Yeah. You know why I got all these needlepoint like this kind of art because uh glass reflects off the cameras but oh, the yeah. needlepoint when it's sewed in like that it's just cloth so uh-huh. the light doesn't shine back at it but cool. that's why i got all those there but i didn't know if you put that there for me or not <laughs> we'll say yeah hell ne- yeah next time you, if you ever bring me on again <laughs> i'm making assumptions here but yeah next time you got to play uh uh, Woody Guthrie is the talking merchant marine for your intro. Okay, I could, I'll play that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can, you can do that on this one. Like I said, it's not live. But, uh, Man, yeah. so let me ask you this. I know in the in all of the different sectors of the military, I don't know if sectors is the right word, uh-huh. but you got you know SEALs, you've got Air Force, like, and there's there's different, I guess, like rumors or myths about each one of those. Right. So one I've always heard, Air Force, they treat you the best. Right. You're not getting fucked with in the Air Force. They're actually really, they're kind to you by a military standard, right? Yeah. My dad has spent uh, 20 years in the Air Force. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, it's it's known as a, a more cushy. A little more cushy. Yeah. For military, obviously. Yeah, for the military. But uh, they do have... Uh, their special uh, units where they do a uh, search and rescue for mm-hmm. pilots and stuff like that. Um, but they have uh, the Air Force and the Navy. They got the best schools, really. I mean, if you want to go okay. get an education, my dad was in the uh, military police. Okay. And uh, he went on to be a, a fraud investigator and stuff like that. So it was gotcha. a real good career path. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what, what is it about Merchant Marines that sets them apart? What's, like, the thing people need to know? 
Like, I know Marines are, are tough as shit. I know right. that's a general thing. Kind of like yeah. SEALs. Yeah, they have badass. That. It's harder than normal. It's very, very tough training. Marines Marines get a lot of respect in the military. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's different about us? Uh, we're in it for the money, not the, <laughs> not the glory. <laughs> not the glory. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the money. The Benjamins. <laughs> sure. Well, just to go sit on a fucking boat yeah. for three, four months, I imagine... Money's yeah. got to be involved. There, there, you know. there was a sense of pride, you know, when we were doing the Operation uh, Iraqi Freedom, I guess. You know, I was on military contracts, and we were running out to the Middle East. And, uh, you know, so there was a there was a sense of patriotism and mm-hmm. and duty and that sort of thing until you realize what a scam it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that kind of feeling goes out the window. So but, you uh, spent time in the Middle East. Yeah, uh, some here and there. What was your, what's your, what's your... You're going to get the, the general takeaway on what's happening in Afghanistan right now. You and I haven't talked about this at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you really want to know? Sure. Lay it on me. Yeah. I think the Chai Coms told Joe, get the hell out of Afghanistan. Re- okay. So you think yeah. it's in obedience to, to a Chai Com thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. want the rare earth minerals and, and they want their endless wars, too. That's why they're all armed up now. Sure. Yeah. Well, chaos, chaos breeds opportunity, so it's yeah. not a shocking premise, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. You've read 1984. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's endless wars, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's all that. And now they got, well, shoot, uh, the Taliban has one of the best armed armies around now. you see now. the fucking list of the gear the that they got? Is, it, it, and it's I'll unconscionable, what, man. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't, this, this is... We're already dancing on conspiracy territory. I don't know at no, all. No, this was not a this. There's no bungling. This is a plan, man. These people are not this incompetent. Joe's not in charge. Well, here's the thing. If you look at the list of the things that the Taliban got from the U.S. military, just a list of gear. Yeah. I mean, whether it's Apache helicopters or <laughs> 64,000 guns, like just these. I think un- it's 640,000. <laughs> Maybe yeah, 64,000. I mean, that's I don't what know. I mean. Just, it was just an astronomical look up, look up the list. Anybody listening, yeah. just, just look up the list of the shit that they got. It If half of that amount was was sold to them, that would still be a massive military deal. My, my right? phone's in my car, but I actually sent out a, a graphic that had all the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, 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 I've seen that yeah, same graphic. It was like a military deal, for sure, That's man. the thing. It's It seems like a deal. This is yeah. not the kind of thing any any group would ever leave no. behind. It doesn't and, seem and like that. And not only that, not only that, they left a bunch of Americans behind. Sure. And, and they even said, I think it was Blinken that said, we'll deal with that in a diplomatic and financial, I, I, economic sure, or something sure. like that, but it's basically saying we'll, we're going to end up paying ransom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, 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 they're going to, this is going to drag on forever. I was very off put by the lack of willingness for people to say, in the Biden administration, to, to openly say we will do anything and everything to, to guarantee the safety of Americans getting home. I mean, to have any pushback when people said, can you guarantee that every single American will get home? And they would just dodge the question. To me, that's that's fucking frightening. Dude, dude, we've been sold out, and this is the culmination of 30 years of being sold out mm-hmm. to the Chai Coms. You know, I mean, it, actually, it started. So, you know, Nixon goes there in 72 and opens up dialogue with the Chinese and everything. And right after that, our corporations started selling us out. Everything. I mean, as soon as Nixon went over there, made whatever kind of deal they made. Mm-hmm. Right after that, all of our companies are moving over there. 
selling us out. They become like industrial, and we become this service sector or whatever they sure. want to call it. You know what I mean? Service economy. You know, servicing the Chinese, I think. Sure. You know, and uh, so that happens. And then after they sell us out in the 90s, Bill Clinton sells us out. This is, this is when you start to see all of their technology evolve. Their, their jet fighters look like ours. Their warships start looking like ours. Well, stealing they, tech is not, is not a oh, thing. They, they weren't. Well, they they've been, stealing, I'm saying, they've yeah. been doing that for well, a they, very, very, very long time. But I mean, they were, they were, it was being sold to them. It, mm-hmm. We were being sold out. You, know? you ever heard of Ron Brown? Ron Brown, no. That was, that was Bill Clinton's bag man. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anybody that's curious, he was he was he was going to testify against the Clintons about some stuff. Was he one of the fifty plus people killed no. on that list? Much more than much more than fifty now. Yeah, yeah, he was one of them. That's a fun yeah, list. Yeah, died dive. in a plane crash with a forty five caliber bullet hole in the back of the head. What an unlucky dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that was like the early days of the internet. Yeah. You know, I was working for MCI at the time. Uh, MCI telecommunications. So when all this stuff is going on, I've got a computer on my desk mm-hmm. and a real cush job. Yeah. So you had the time and the resources. I had the time and the resources <laughs> to start digging into all this sure. stuff, you know, and I'm telling people crazy shit. You know, yeah. it was back in the 90s, you know, I'd say, oh man, this is going on. You know, the the airport down there, Mena, Arkansas, you've heard of that stuff where they were yeah. running the cocaine and everything. Absolutely. And government crack out government funded drug yeah, the gov- yeah. yeah, Bush, Clinton, all. You know, they're all tied in with that stuff. But uh, so I'm, I'm getting all this stuff early mm-hmm. and I'm telling people about it. And they're like, this dude's whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. And I've been dealing with it for 30 years and I don't <laughs> give a shit no more. I bet, man, yeah. <laughs> but now, you know, you now here we are with Afghanistan and you think people ain't waking up? You know, I, I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying, what the hell? There's a I lot mean, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, uh, what, what's, a, what's, what's a shame is I agree with the, the big picture goal of pulling out of wars mm. in general. Yes. Never should have been there. In general, yeah, that's the thing. Never should have been there. Yeah. That doesn't mean that there's not a right and a wrong way to leave. And actually, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. When we first went into Afghanistan, I supported it because I believed in 9-11 and, and the lies sure. that were told about 9-11. So I was like, yeah, let's go. It was a counterterrorism effort to yeah, go in. Yeah. yeah, let's go get this bin Laden and all this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, But then we went into Iraq. You know, and I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why, why are we doing this? And, you know, I supported Bush at the time. But then in 2010, I was on, on an oil ship, oil, oil, uh, oil rig, okay. or whatever. And uh, a guy from Canada, he was the uh, electronics officer. I respected this guy a lot. Really, okay. really smart guy, man. And he, we were talking about 9-11. And he says to me, he was telling me about, oh, they did this and that. And I'm like, no way, man. And he said, he said, he said, how many buildings came down in New York on 9-11? I said, two, the Twin Towers. He said, you ever heard of Building 7? I said, what? Building 7? He said, yeah. there was a third building. So, oh, okay. And I went home. He, he, he told me, he said, just check it out when you get home. You know. And I went home a week later, whatever it was. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, get on YouTube, because back then you could still see stuff like Find that on YouTube. Find some weird shit on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, dude, that whole 
30 days or whatever I was home, man. That's all I did. Went down it, yeah. Just building 7 and 9-11. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's one but, of the most clear-cut examples of, you know, it's hard to say precisely what happened in every detail of that of the entire tragedy that was 9-11. Very tough to pin down exactly what happened in every facet. Architects and engineers for 9-11 truth. They'll have, <laughs> they'll have most of your answers, folks. <laughs> well, what I'm saying, for anybody that has never even entertained that there's a conspiracy there that's worth right. your time looking into, you know, it... It it is worth your time looking into. You don't have to dig very deep before there's some let, let me really ask peculiar you this. questions. Is, is your children's future worth your time? Of course. Then it's worth looking into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this is how we got where we are now. Because mm-hmm. people not looking into anything, not caring. Sure. You know. We're just buying the mainstream narrative. I yeah. mean, that was much more common 20 years ago what, than it is now. Whatever they're spoon-fed. But yeah, now we have alternative media, man. Well, that's one of the silver linings of the internet, yes, man. Yes, it, it is. It's, it's a, quite easy to find uh, alternative opinions. It's at been the a curse least. and a blessing, man, yeah. for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I wish I could go back to sleep sometimes, but <laughs> you so, know, man. So I wanted to tell you about, this is one one weird thing. You mentioned, you know, Tricoms, and what, what do you mean by that's a Slang term. What you mean is the the communist government of China, right? The Chinese communists. Yeah, sure. The, the CCP. I'm not talking about the Chinese people. Of course, it's not about the people. I love the Chinese people. I've been to China, man. I've, I, I love it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, of course, it's important to differentiate. A criticism of the Chinese government the Chai-coms, is, is man. very different than a criticism they, of the people They've enslaved their people. They've enslaved their people just like they're doing in Australia now and like they're doing in Canada and like they're going to try here. This is a weird, this is sort of in my wheelhouse, but... One of the things that that sort of set off my alarms to this idea that the Chinese philosophy of government, how they believe the world should be run, is uh-huh. is completely opposed to Western philosophy. This was some, yes. something that, that, that woke me up to this. Uh, I had a buddy who was a professional drummer, and he wrote, wrote some albums and shit, and he went over there to play... Uh, they call it a clinic tour, but he's basically, you know, teaching and, and big groups of people, thousands of people. So he's going to music colleges and uh, big music corporations and stores, put on these big events. And he had a whole little tour through China set up. And at every one of these events, he would show up. And at the front, just like at a big concert, they got a little merch table. But they would have his CDs and T-shirts and stickers and all this shit. But he didn't authorize any of that. And he would say, well, that's my logo and that's my CD. But, but these aren't my T-shirts, and these aren't <laughs> these aren't my CDs. Like, where did these come from? Because <laughs> right. this is my shit. And like, are you paying me? Because I you didn't even ask right to, to yeah. sell this stuff. And they they had no concept that that anything fucked up had happened at all. Yeah. That was foreign to them. They would say, yeah. "What's the problem?" He said, "The yeah. problem is you took my shit and put it on a T-shirt, yeah. and now you're making money off of it." And they said, "Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing." Yeah. And he said, and, and, and when do I get paid? Said, how, do you, well, how do you that's think not... Louis Vuitton feels? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And so, so here, here's where this gets interesting. You know, for me, I realize that on a cultural level, they do not look at individual property rights how we do. It's complete from the top yeah. down. That's not how they look at yeah. things at all. So yeah. that, that alone is it. That, that's a weird conflict in itself. But then. I start to look at the app TikTok, which I know you know about TikTok, right? Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't watch it, though. I'm not on TikTok. I don't fucking use it. It's too yeah. young for me. I'm, I'm too old for TikTok, I is what care. I should yeah, say. Yeah, people do. They do. But I just, I don't really do hourly. So, no social media. Really. So here's something people don't know about TikTok. One of the things that's built into that whole platform that makes it different from all the others <laughs> is that it it incentivizes people 
to take content that doesn't belong to them. So I make a video and put it up. It uh -huh. incentivizes someone to take my content and use it to make new content. Right. So you, how does YouTube stop that? Well, YouTube plays a different game altogether. You, you, uh -huh. you know, you can definitely because they can in, stop it, right? Uh -huh. Well, you can get in trouble for using shit that doesn't belong to you on YouTube. Copyright uh -huh. programs, all that uh -huh. stuff in there. Uh -huh. it, it's complicated, but they don't allow that. Oh, let me, let me to ask happen. you. This, let me ask you this then. So, like anything you put out there, like people just don't go and copyright anything and everything they do. Correct. So, and there's fair use law. You are allowed yeah. to use some, news stations are allowed uh -huh. to use clips if they're certain. Yeah, it, it's complicated. It but sure is, but YouTube yeah. does try and actually protect, right. you know, the, the the property rights of your content. If you file an appeal on a video and say, "Hey, this is my thing," sometimes you can win those and get them back. So I think somebody that has something they want to protect probably shouldn't put it on TikTok. Correct. Right now, yeah. here's the weird thing: from you know, TikTok is a Chinese app, yeah. and from the core. The core of that app and its design, it is communist. It is everything belongs to everyone. Uh -huh. You don't own anything. You put something up here, someone's going to use it, rip the audio out, rip the video out, cut a clip, repurpose it, put this up now, yeah. and then that gets borrowed from someone else. It's like like the philosophy of sharing yeah. is built into the core of that whole app. You can yeah. You can smell the Chinese spirit in yeah. that. And as a musician... I don't like that at all. Like, I don't like the thought that whatever you put up here belongs to the community. Like, I've so, got see, too much, see, too I, much American in me where I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, that's mine. Don't yeah, use yeah. my content to make your content, make your own shit and leave me alone. TikTok is basically a platform where it incentivizes people to be less creative and to borrow uh -huh. shit from other people because it doesn't uh -huh. matter. See, this is something that you would pick up on that I never that would. Mark over there? You know, uh, no, I think it's over there. Shit. No, it's over there. We lost the box. It's over, it's over there. <laughs> you go ahead. I'm going to grab it. Okay. So, oh, where was I now? Well, you said I would pick up on something like... Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 right. So, this is something that you would pick up on, this kind of well, shenanigans and yeah, yeah. intellectual uh, rights and stuff like that kind of thing. Um, me, I never would have thought about TikTok in those terms. Mm -hmm. You know, I just... <laughs> I, 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 I wish people would just wouldn't even do it. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? For it's one, a, it's because it's a young it, platform. It's, it's, young yeah, kids. it's young. A lot of young kids. I, I see, I know somebody who's got a, uh, a granddaughter that's okay. on this TikTok. Did I meet that granddaughter? Was yes. that your buddy? Yes, you did. I met this, this yes. young woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we won't throw any names. <laughs> but uh, so she's actually a, a smart girl man like can do calculus and stuff like that mm -hmm. but when you meet her she's just been like so socially degraded or whatever and the the stuff she does on tiktok it's not not a like sexual or anything like that but just stupid man ridiculous mm -hmm. stuff uh, yeah some Waste violent time. some violent shit too you know what i mean yeah. it's like you know she's like uh what is she 17 17 year old girl you know, and uh, she just, you just look at all this wasted potential, you know, it's like. It's a good way to say it, wasted yeah, potential. Cause yeah, because she's just thinking about TikTok and her next five minute TikTok. Sure. You know. Shortens your attention span. It's a lot of quick TikTok. Quick bullshit. TikTok. Oh, there goes your life. <laughs> TikTok. You spend there goes all your, your life TikToking away on fucking TikTok. What a fucking motto for TikTok. There goes your life. T TikTok your life away, bitches. <laughs> Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, it's uh, you know I've noticed the the general attention span of people who watch my videos on YouTube. That's changed a lot. You know what? It's gone from five minutes to two. Well, yeah, yeah, or even right. yeah. I mean, there's still podcasting, which is super uh -huh. long format. You know, that's, that's nice. Um, but there's a lot of videos I used to make that were, let's say, more um, intellectual. Right. You know, like a 10 or a 20 minute drum lesson. Real complicated. We're getting in the weeds here. Super. And there's some philosophy and some different concepts you need to grab. It's a hard video to watch, but that's yeah. the kind of videos I used to make. And now, you know, it, it, it sure seems that like what people would prefer is stop talking and play drums for 30 seconds. That's that's enough. And then they just want to watch something cool for 30 seconds and then next, on to the next thing. It's like the, it, uh, you know, good example. It, social media hijacks your dopamine reward system, right? Yeah, I've heard about all that. It's a lot like Coke is what it yeah, does. You start slapping that when you see that like button. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just like somebody who, you know, let's just say if we, you and I had never done Coke now. We had, we'd never right. done it before, but but today we did it. We would take a little Not saying bump. I ever have. So me neither. I never, yeah. never touched a day in my life, of course. <laughs> but like, let's just say that we, you and I were here and we took a little tiny bump. Yeah, off like this our table. first time. Our first time. We'll sit at this age. At this age, of yeah. course. But we would sit here for forty-five minutes or an hour, having the time of our lives, chatting, yeah. chatting. But you fast forward ten years into that experiment, uh -huh. we're still doing coke. Uh -huh. We're not hitting one little baby bump and talking for an hour. No, no, we're boom, 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 yeah. boom. The whole thing is centered around yeah. our whole conversation, this whole experience. We yeah. got a fucking giant plate with forty lines all lined up. And we're going every five minutes. We're bumping this thing. Well, like I always used to say let's do it all man let's do it all let's just do it all yeah <laughs> just fucking do it all it would be done with this shit and it's get, a, get back to reality but that yeah. exactly I'm, I, I know that feeling too yeah, just get this I've, shit I've, over I've, I've, I've known people um, I, I, maybe I should my buddy the max man this guy he he, he maintenance bumps or used to anyway maintenance bumps maintenance bumps <laughs> like you know, yeah yeah and uh, yeah it used to annoy the shit out of me because we had a business to run yeah you know and yeah, coffee time, do one or two or whatever. But I'm like, dude, why don't we just do like once a month? And go hard. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, bring a bunch of chicks around, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're probably, you're probably like, like me in this regard. One of the reasons I can't ever keep Coke around, <clears throat> ever, I'd never keep it around me, ever, is because if it's here, mm. I feel like I have to make a decision every day. Are we doing it or not? Every day, are we do? If it's here, if it's just how like, about every just, hour? Right, right. That's the thing. It, my mind wants to know. Should what, I do another one? Or what's not? the plan with the coke? What's oh, the fuck plan? it. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's here, nine times out of ten, you'd be like, "Well, yeah, let's go ahead and yeah, fuck it. do it." Right. It's like a race to get it over yeah. with. In yeah, some ways. yeah. Isn't that weird? It, but, but with me, I never really felt like I needed to re up though. Oh, you, you know? never felt the fiend from no, coke? No, huh. no, no. I just wanted to do the shit. Have a great fucking time. Of course. You know, and then uh, get back to work, man. Yeah. You know, and let's let's save our dollars and whatever, and fuck, let's have a better one next month. Sure, sure, you sure. Know? Yeah, well, I fucking just, like, I mean, you know, I, I maintenance weed. Sure. You know, I've been doing that for all my life. Yeah. But. How long, when did you start, but, but, when did you start smoking weed? Fourteen. 14 man that's yeah, young yeah, that's yeah. about how old i was 13 14 yeah my yeah. buddy joe man joe larson he, <laughs> he turned me on <laughs> where did you smoke the first time remember where you were we climbed a fucking tree <laughs> <laughs> climbed a tree yeah i rode my bike 10 miles 
because he he moved. He had lived out in uh, Montbello. I was still on Lowry Air Force Base, but he moved out there to Montbello. Mm. And he was like, I got some weed. And I was like, really? And I said, fuck it. And I rode my bike. Yep. And then we met at this one place. There's a like a canal, you know, yeah. trees and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, we we climbed the tree first. <laughs> <laughs> and sat up there in the branches, smoked this fucking weed, and we were laughing our asses off. And I think we jumped when we got down. <laughs> we weren't that high up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not too yeah. too far off from my first story. Yeah, I was behind a behind a food lion grocery store, <laughs> but in the woods behind a food lion, sat yeah. on sat on a log out in the tree, yep, yeah. smoked a shitty blunt of some horrible swamp weed, is what it was. The first time I smoked a cigarette, I was nine. Nine. Nine years old. Who gives a, a nine-year-old a cigarette? Nobody I know. <laughs> but I stole my mom. Oh, you stole you stole yeah. a mom's cigarette? Yeah, because she smoked back then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely stole a cigarette. From, I had a stepmom. I stole a cigarette from her once. But I had smoked cigarettes from friends. You know, you always got the older friend where you're 14 and he's 17. You think they're... They're cool as shit, and they'll give you a cigarette. That was how I always got my early cigarettes. But yeah. when I worked at uh, Outback, the restaurant industry, everybody in the restaurant industry smoked cigarettes. It was just, there's no way you're going to work at a restaurant as a teenager and not smoke. You know? Everybody. It, it seemed, everybody. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. 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 I worked at a restaurant when I was 16, one of my first jobs. Everybody smoked. Yeah. yeah. How Did you smoke cigarettes for a while? You dipped, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. was... Uh, so I did my first cigarette when I was nine, and I quit when I was ten, and then uh, started dipping when I was uh, dipping. Oh, I started smoking again when I was fifteen. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> that's when I was living on my own actually. And then, uh, and then uh, started dipping when I was nineteen because I was joining the army. Yeah, so that was to, a cool army yeah, thing I to wanted do. To, wanted to you know quit. Well, I just didn't you know the cardio. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it'd be better to. I probably dip. would be for cardio, yeah. <laughs> I, so I thought I thought it'd be better to dip. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we know how I, that would turn. Well, out. I was saying I don't mean to, I don't mean to rush your story here, but you got cancer yeah. from that, yeah, right? That's okay, we can talk. And about was that. that from dip specifically? Oh, it it may have been. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, this is this is like some people would might consider this embarrassing or something like that. But there's, it's actually it, anybody that does any research when they've had something like this. Um, this this strain of cancer could actually be caused by uh, some form of HPV, the, the human papillomavirus. Interesting. Which yeah. is a, an, an STD, but like a, isn't it weirdly common? Yes. Like, like everybody's has Almost it. everybody carries it. Yeah, yes. because there's like 75 different types of this. Gotcha. Yeah. And what I've heard is basically if you've ever had sex with anyone, there's you a probably chance got you've got some kind of HPV, <laughs> you know. Uh, but this particular one, and they they've uh, they have associated. So I don't know. Was it the dip? Um, I, I probably. Mm-hmm. What was, was your cancer called? Squamous cell carcinoma. Okay. Yeah. And it was in your throat, right? Yeah. It was weird because when the when the doctor called me, you know, I got a biopsy, and he calls and he says. Uh, he says, oh, you got squamous cell carcinoma. I was like, oh, cool, I don't have cancer. <laughs> he says, uh, no, that is cancer. <laughs> I didn't hear the word cancer, so. <laughs> yeah, squamous cell carcinoma. <laughs> Man. Squamous. So, and you had, I know you had radiation from yeah. that, right? Radiation therapy? Radiation, chemo. I was bombarded, man. I got 34 doses of radiation. Man. The most they can give you. 
Really? So that, that's it like was stage, it was stage that. four. Yeah, it was a six centimeter tumor in my neck. Yeah. Yeah, it started in the tonsils, uh, got into the lymph system, and uh, fortunately, it was uh, early four, 4A, because it didn't like go elsewhere in the body. It was, gotcha. That's just getting ready to, it was a six centimeter tumor. It was getting ready to pop, probably, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just start going everywhere. Yeah. And that probably would have been it. But, uh, Caught it just in time. <laughs> yeah. Now I know you married you married a Thai woman, Noak. And yeah. uh I I've I've heard Kelly mention this probably more than you have, but that that Noak gets a bit of credit, you know, for, for helping you recover. More more than a bit. More than a bit. So yeah. t- tell me about and, that. And, what did and, what did your and, wife and, do? And I got do? I gotta say not only not only Noak, but my dad mm-hmm. and um his wife Mo, my Stepmom. Yeah, in, in yeah, I know sense. Mo. But the, the Remember three had too many brownies. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Separate the, story. <laughs> so the, the the three of them together, I have to give all the credit. Okay, tell me, you tell know, me about that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm interested. And, anybody that's going through cancer out there, and there's plenty of you. Uh, if you're you're blessed to have a support system, um, but with Noak in particular was my nutrition. Okay. Um, y- you have to keep your nutrition up. Mm-hmm. They they were. Uh, Towards the end, I started losing weight, and they were talking about putting a feeding tube in me. And I was wow. like, no, I don't want any feeding tube. Were you having trouble eating? It's tough, yeah, man. Yeah. But she uh, she made some stuff called uh, Joe, and uh, it's just uh, stuff in the blender, really, a lot. of. But it's uh, she'll fry up little bits of pork and, and put some sauce kind of stuff and put it in a blender, and he just... It's like uh, it's like runny oatmeal, okay, in a way. But there's but a easy lot to of, eat, easy but to yeah, swallow. yeah. I mean, when you when your throat's getting all hammered and everything, mm-hmm. you know. But you just swallow this stuff, drink it. You know, it's kind of like eating a, a thin soup with mm-hmm. little little bits of oatmeal. But the oatmeal's a lot of protein and sure, you know. And uh, I believe that's what kept me alive. That kept you alive, I bet. Yeah, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Otherwise. Uh, you know, I would have been doing like everybody else, drinking Insure. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Bunch of chemical bullshit yeah, in a fucking know. carton. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we were getting good stuff from H-Mart, you know, vegetables and the meat and everything. They put She puts a lot of vegetables in there, too, with the meat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, and the prayers, you know, I was uh, considered myself a Buddhist back then. Sure. And... Uh, Buddhism's compatible with all sorts of other religions. It's a great way to look at the world, you know. It is. It is. It's a very old, a lot. A lot of truth in Buddhism. Old, older than Christianity, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's hard to understand, you know. It's, sure. Uh, but are, are Thais mostly Buddhist? Is that what yes. where note comes from? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. She's Thailand. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know she's from from Thailand. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. She's actually Lao, but uh. But yeah, the uh, but just having some kind of faith in something, sure, you know, like and uh, and uh, acupuncture was interesting too. You did acupuncture, yeah. Well, uh, Mo Mo did it for me. <laughs> did she really? I didn't know Mo was in acupuncture. No, she paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it wasn't my idea, and I didn't have the money for it. Well, so what's your but, takeaway uh, of that whole fucking craft? It was uh, it was weird because I would get this, I would have more energy. Really? Yeah, and it wasn't um, so like a blood like flow it thing. L- lasted a long time, but it would like a couple days. You know what I mean? Where I was, uh, I felt energized. 
Interesting. I've never yeah, heard that one. Yeah, it was uh, pretty strange. You think man. that was a blood flow thing? Like it increases blood. Isn't that the concept of acupuncture? It increases blood flow to a certain area by dude. I have no the nerves idea. up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought. Well, it's a nerve thing. I think. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 But yeah, man. I don't know. Um, I will say this though: is I laid there. It was it was comfortable, you know, and I'm getting the pins pushed in. Does it hurt that. when they put the pins in? No, I did. Doesn't hurt? No, no They're more than your fine. tattoos. Well, yeah, these hurt, but <laughs> <laughs> they don't go in that deep either. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, it feels kind of good, man. It's, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it, I could see where some people might get a little uncomfortable, but yeah. all in all, no, it's not a big deal. And, uh, and then when she's done, you know, you just kind of lay there for a while, chill out, you take a nap, you know, whatever. And uh, afterwards, it's like, Man, feel feel pretty good. Interesting. We go for a walk. You know, yeah. that was real important. Going for walks. Anybody out there, go for walks. Just go getting in nature, breathing, getting blood yeah. flowing, and all that, and moving, exercising, fighting. Yeah. That's that's part of the fight, man. Sure. Yeah, just getting up and walking. You know, that's like duking yep. it out with cancer. As far as I'm concerned, you know? I believe that, man. I tell people all the time. There's this <clears throat> weird. It's like I call it like cyclical messaging. Yeah. When you go to the gym and you put in some work, whether it's yeah. a walk on the treadmill, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing, I, I don't know. Um, could be rock climbing, could be going on a hike, could be weightlifting, anything. Right. It's like you're sending a message to your consciousness where you're saying, we're not fucking done here. We right. got things to do. Yeah. Right. And it's like this messaging system that you put on a loop yeah. where you, you know, because. I look at your body like your body might be kind of dumb. It doesn't really know what the fuck is going on. Right. It's just sort of sort of interpreting um, things from the world. You know, it just interprets what whatever's happening. Your body seems to react to that. And so I really like the idea of um, sending this message to your body that, hey, motherfucker, we're not done here. We got things to do. Get up. Yeah. Let's go. And your body says, well, OK, if you're asking me to do it, then I guess I'll do it. It, it ke keeps your systems online. Okay. And I've heard from tons of men. In, uh, in in your age range, right? You know, 50, 50 plus, I've heard them say that one of the keys to feeling good for a really, really long time is uh, is to not stop. You can't stop moving. Yeah, keep, uh, you know, you've, you've got to keep, keep the system online, moving and going hard, you even, know? Even when you're all broke up, mm -hmm. it gets tough. But, uh, yeah, yeah. The other thing, uh, just one more note on that whole, with the cancer episode is, uh, you know, I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, what? what one other, it got to the point where I even had to push myself just to take a shower every night. You that know? bad? Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I, I know there may be people out there listening that might be dealing with this sort of thing. Sure. And uh, if you're going through this and and you feel like you want to give up, you're just going to lay there or whatever. Start somewhere. That that was for me as I just. I told myself I at least got to take a shower every damn night. You know what I mean? That was your standard that, that you was, held. Yeah, that was my stand. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hill I'm going to die on. I'm going to yeah. fucking shower. <laughs> right. And then, uh, and then after that, I started walking, you know. But you got to, yeah, you just got to hang in there and fight. That's all. Was there a moment where you knew you were on the upswing? Where you said, maybe I beat this son of a bitch. Did you have that moment? Oof. Um... That's an interesting question, honestly. I don't know if I've even thought about that. I imagine it's muddy, right? Because you got good days and bad days, and it's hard to remember. I'm just wondering if there you was know, a moment where where something turned and you said, "Hey, bitch, 
looks like he, it looks like I'm gonna win this one, right? Did, did you ever have that point? No. Now that you ask me, no, I, I hadn't because I've always respected cancer. Sure, you have to, right? Yeah. When it's fucking you up, you gotta have a yeah. little respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I. It wasn't until probably five years, really, like the doctors told me, and I, I, I went along with this, and I still believe it to this day. Like the first two years, man, you, you got to, and anybody out there, again, the first two years, do not drink. I know somebody that had a recurrence. It's brain cancer right now. Mm-hmm. Saw that person this morning, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Do not drink those first two years. And then... uh you didn't drink at all when you no, were first diagnosed. No, I did. Diagnosed. I did. Right as soon as I asked her, oh, I was, oh, okay. they told me you're good to go. What do you think I did? Yeah, <laughs> I started drinking. Yeah, and I got and thank God, thank God, I got in a DUI. Yeah, I, I rear-ended somebody. You know, I felt bad for this person. I, I got to apologize to him later. You it's know? good. Yeah. Yeah, face to face, it was felt good. But uh, yeah, I got a, a DUI that saved my life. Really interesting. Yeah. 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 How drunk were you? Oh, uh, you pretty far. Point one seven. Ooh, point one seven. Yeah, that's in. You're yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they wanted to. They wanted to really screw me because I was more than point one five. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what point oh eight is the limit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're over over double. twice. Yeah. Over twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I remember. Um, you know, I've I've, I've definitely driven drunk before but it it is one of the few not recently it's been 10 plus years at least but it is one of the few drugs man where where your mechanics are directly impacted you know i understand why that's illegal man it's uh nobody should be out there driving drunk man man. your mechanics just fucking go isn't it if the cops are pulling you over and throwing you in jail good 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 taught me a fucking lesson yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's cool to hear you say you actually learned something from that right yeah man a lot of people might have a different attitude no man i don't i don't play around with that you know like here you know we're sitting here drinking and all but afterwards when we're done with all this I'm going to chill out here. I'm going to make sure I'm good to go. Sure. You know, before I get on down the road. Sure. You know, yeah, man. It's just. It's a hard lesson to learn. But, yeah. Uh, it's an important one. Yeah. A really important one. Yeah. It, yeah. It saved my life, though. You know, and uh, because the sugars, the, the cancer loves sugars. Sugar and inflammation, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, I've been on this all meat diet for yeah. going on two years now. Yeah. And, man, it's not, it's not that meat has superpowers. You know, it, right. it, it's good for you. It's healthy food to eat. You gotta you know. have it, as far as I'm of, concerned. Yeah. I, be, I believe that as well. Yeah. I, believe, I believe that going down the vegan or the vegetarian route is a difficult route to go. There's down. a balance. Yes, there's a balance for Fuck sure. Yeah. And I'm not here to say that, that meat is some some kind of fucking super. No, drug. no. But but it's the absence of all the refined carbs, all the refined sugars yeah. to have zero of that. Right. Man, it is it's life-changing. It's absolutely really, huh? fucking life-changing. I started eating 100% meat a year and a half ago. I don't think for, I for, do it. for an experiment, for a fucking experiment. <laughs> right. I just said this would be fun for a month and that's it, yeah. right? And here I am pushing 2 years later and I can't I can't find a reason to to stop eating this way, I really? feel that good, that good. All my what do you have pain, for breakfast? A pound of bacon. <laughs> so I, I do I do intermittent fasting. I don't eat until till much later. I eat around two, three, four p.m. every day. Uh, I eat around ten. Well, I, I note cuts up an apple 
mm-hmm. for me every morning, gives me a banana, stuff like that. At, sure. At like five in the morning when she's going to work. <laughs> God, you get up so fucking early. Oh, I'm early, up earlier than that now. <laughs> I make I make some oatmeal for both of us. She takes it to work. Okay. So I, I, I got some fruit and some oatmeal sure. in the morning. And then around 10 o'clock, it's when I need a sandwich, some eggs, you whatever. You need a little protein. Yeah, yeah, I need some protein. But mm-hmm. um, just meat, though. Meat. Yeah, Only. Man. Like, so at breakfast, it's bacon, a sausage patty. A... Uh, yeah, sausage. But now here's the Where's thing. Where's that shit coming from, though? Um, so I, I do butcher box is what I do. You ever heard of butcher box? No. One of those meat delivery yeah, services. Yeah, I figured it was a delivery. All yeah. frozen in a box every month. And uh-huh. I get 300 bucks worth of frozen steaks every month. Uh-huh. Uh, and so in there, you've got mostly ribeyes because they're super fatty. I need uh-huh. all. I, I do all fat because I have no. That's good for your brain. though. Yes. Yeah. And I do. I do no carbs, no sugar. And when yeah. I mean no, I mean ketosis. Zero. Deep, deep, deep ketosis all Man, the time. I did that once, but I got so lightheaded, but I was ripped. Dude. You and that's the thing you fucking look good. Ripped. But there's also there's a period where you, of, of adaptation. It takes a while yeah. to get used to it. Some people go on a carnivore diet or a keto diet and they say man i was two weeks and i felt like shit like yeah mm-hmm. dude it's gonna take like a month plus until you You're get right. those those benefits yeah i was working on the merchant ship when i did this so i couldn't really fuck around too much sure you know limited I mean, options out there yeah, yeah. i take it yeah but i knew this uh <clears throat> black dude from norfolk i wish i could remember his name <laughs> god this dude was a monster man okay and he was a bouncer this jacked yeah. fucking huge. This dude was jacked, and he didn't mind telling you he took steroids and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know? we should talk about steroids. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, he he told he's he's the guy that told me about the ketosis yeah diet. And he says, and this "Oh, this was yeah. a long time ago. You were on a boat." Yeah, this was uh, so when he was I like an early keto guy because keto's only been popular about seven eight years. No, this was two thousand when I met this guy. Jesus Christ. To know yeah. about keto yeah. that long ago is crazy. Oh, this yeah. guy was down the wormhole then. Yeah, yeah. He's a big black dude, man. But he he wasn't really tall. You know, he's kind of short, but wide, wide, wide. Rhino body. Yeah, like yeah, we're like rhino. <laughs> just, and I I just like, dude, and his, his thighs were just the biggest friggin' thighs ever. And then he would like go to town, he'd wear like, Two pairs of pants, though. He would wear, like, sweatpants, <laughs> underpants to make his thighs even bigger. He wanted, to, he wanted to beef them up? Yeah, yeah, he was just this freak, man. And, uh, oh, he did, like, he was a prison guard, too, I think. Wow. Uh, he was a bouncer, prison guard. He's an interesting character. But, yeah, this was back in 2000, and he told me, because he was, I was like, dude, you know, I just I couldn't get over the size of this guy. And, he, you know, he's like, uh, steroids and stuff. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think I just, I don't think I want to do any steroids. You know, yeah. he's like... Maybe, maybe you ought to try ketosis. You know, I was like, ketosis? I'm like, what's that? And he told me, he said, just no sugar, no carbs, you know, just tuna. I guess what you're doing, really, the boiled eggs. You um, know, I wouldn't eat carrots, nothing, man. I think that's yeah. all I ate was like boiled eggs, tuna, and if they had any kind of meat. Yeah. You know? It's a fat-based diet. It's all fat. Yeah. And what's fascinating is you realize that, that fat on your body is not linked to fat that you eat. It's the, the it's the the it's the garbage. It's the trash. It's all those refined the, yeah, factory fine shit. The the shit that causes diabetes and all that stuff. Yeah, is what makes people fat. Yeah, I yeah. mean, right now I'm not I'm not like absolutely shredded, but like you can see mm. my abs at the moment, yeah. and I eat. Nothing short of a hundred grams of fat a day, maybe two hundred on on any given day. Uh-huh. I'm eating three, four ribeyes. 
Um, I mean, I mean, sixty, but seventy don't you get ounces tired of steak. Eating fucking ribeyes. So, well, that's the that's that's the catch. That's the downside. For, for for me though, I'm not I'm not a foodie. Some people yeah. are food nerds where they really love that part of culture and experience and things like that's that. That's one reason I married a Thai man. I was going to say, I mean, we have fucking excellent food at your house all the time. That's for I sure. Mean, that was a consideration. <laughs> a I major consideration. I took this into consideration. I mean, shit, your wife is an it's excellent either Thai cook. or Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But those, I mean, those I, chicks smell a little too much like curry sometimes. Just, <laughs> just kidding, girl. You Indian girls out there, I love you. I love the Indian girls, man. <laughs> you got a little spice on it. Yeah, man. oh, they do, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I look at it as like, you know, yes, I did give up. You do give up a whole culinary experience when you go on carnivore right there's a bunch yeah. of cool shit in the world that you just can't eat anymore yeah. you know there's a lot of cool cultures cool foods that i can't i can't enjoy yeah. but but you can't even go to taco bell i can't go to fucking <laughs> dude i can't go to like like 90 percent of restaurants i can't go <laughs> to right would, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it was trash anyway yeah, right. but, but it's one been. of those things it's like like you're making a deal with the world and that's yeah. what people don't understand is like no i, I understand i gave up I gave up Thai food. I gave up a whole bunch of awesome different different cultures. I gave up pasta and bread and pizza and you, yeah. all this cool shit you can't have. But the, the deal that I made with the world included all this awesome shit that people don't even know is out there. Like, what about a world with no headaches? None. Ever. What about a world with no back pain? Your back doesn't hurt anymore. Ever. It's just fucking loose all the time. What about a world where, where you're... Your face and your fingers and your elbows and your, your knees. Your skin looks great, dude. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it changes your skin. It changes it like yeah. like and, it, and so much of it's linked to inflammation. You yeah. know, when you feel what it's like to have your wedding ring slip on and off your finger because yeah. your fingers aren't swollen anymore. Yeah. And then you take a fucking bite of yeah. bread or a bite of a piece of candy yeah. or something like that, uh-huh. and within ten minutes, I can't get my ring off my finger. Let, let me ask you. It this, makes you man. wonder that yeah. kind of inflammation. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking like in, in my case, but I, I I got nerve damage beyond you know from radiation. Right? Yeah, so I was I was thinking, well, maybe, but I don't think it would work for me, man. I I don't even think I could do it with Noakes cooking around. No way, man. Well, that's the problem is you got a wife that's a bomb cook, so you you yeah, that's an uphill yeah, battle. Yeah, but uh, for inflammation, yeah, nerve damage, I don't think it would. Well, would ner- help nerves me. are unique in that way, in right? That, yeah, if I they're guess. fucked, they're fucked. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they can heal themselves. I heard sometimes, but, but they're slow. It depends on how far gone, I guess, and, and they're yeah. slow. But yeah, I don't know uh, what kind of pain do but you I have. I can see like, where that would help with inflammation, though. Sure, uh, all yeah. things inflammation. And yeah. inflammation's tricky too because Alzheimer's is a disease of inflammation. It's an inflammation of a specific Dude. part of the brain, yeah. but it's inflammation. And the same way tennis elbow is inflammation. It, it's so weird that you said this because I remember reading something a long time ago. I can't, don't quote me on any of this, but it was just like there was some kind of connection in this article between fat and Alzheimer's. Fat and Alzheimer's, okay. Yeah, like the fat, like there was like, they were getting too much of the garbage fat and not the good fat. Gotcha. And that was causing the Alzheimer's. Like I, I remember reading something about that fat and Alzheimer's. So my grandfather, he, kind of like, he, uh, he died of Alzheimer's maybe oh, wow. six months ago. 
and I wasn't particularly close with him. Yeah. I mean, I knew him my whole life growing up, but you know, was wasn't like um, a devastating loss for me personally. But right. but it was fascinating going up there and seeing this guy uh, deep into Alzheimer's, ten years into it. Oh my! You know, it, it's fascinating, fascinating condition. Um, really? Huh? But but there is one weird detail about Alzheimer's that I know that. It, that disease is not understood very well. They really don't know. No. They're trying to figure it out, but it's fucking weird. But maybe they already know. What? Maybe they already know. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, hard to say. But one of the weird things they all have kind in of common, like, uh, you know, things going around. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so all, all Alzheimer's patients have high levels of aluminum in their blood. Do you know where you get aluminum from? You probably roll do. on deodorant from the fucking roll on antiperspirant. I use antiperspirant. I used a bake uh, arm and hammer bacon. I yep. told I told my son Absolutely, that man. and my daughter that honestly a long time ago. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, stopped yeah. the roll on deodorant. I think I told him that. 10, 15 years ago. Yep. I stopped so, using this shit. Yeah. Same thing. 10, 15 years ago, I yeah, stopped so using don't, any, don't any perspirant. Yeah. Can you imagine? And they still got that stuff all over the shelves. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's one of the few things that we that actually we know. know about Alzheimer's is people with a fuck ton so, of aluminum seem so, to get so this. So let me ask you this, man. Do you think there's somebody making some money off of that or there's some incentive somehow to Ooh. put a bunch of aluminum in the friggin' deodorant? I mean, so here, here's the thing. It doesn't, I, I mean, what the fuck? We know what's up. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be malicious for it to be true, right? It could be that aluminum in roll-on deodorant, it actually, what it functions as, it's the antiperspirant. <laughs> but, but, but I got right? to ask you, you know, we, we, we just said, you and I both, 15 years ago, we were talking about this. Yeah, but are there's you, no public message Are yet. you telling me that for 15 years, nobody has decided... To say, hey, man, we got a link here. Let's. How, how about we do a study? Let's 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 just like cut off all the aluminum and the friggin' deodorant. Yeah. You know, for ten years. Yeah. You know? Well, this gets into that. that I that mean, they, they got territory. They, they, they got rid of the uh, the stuff in the refrigerant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, Teflon problem with cancer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you got a big hole in the ozone. All right, and they said, "Oh, it must be the CFCs in the refrigerant. Let's get rid of the CFCs." Yeah. Now you got a bunch of people running around with holes in their fucking heads, and it's like maybe it's the fucking deodorant. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How, how about we do a ten-year ban on aluminum in deodorant? Yeah. And see what happens. Well, the catch is, and I mean, you, this is all fundamental shit that you already know. But a patient cured is a patient lost. Right, and this mm. is the this is the oh, yeah. the weird dark side of mm. capitalism where it meets medicine. Right, is that when when you incentivize people with profit, you you, you produce all of these incredible. Say, medicines say that, that one more time. When you incentivize people uh -huh. with profit in in the field of medicine. No, what'd you say that before that though about the uh, about this curing. Uh, a, a, patient, a patient cured is a patient lost. Okay. And you were tying that into the economic system. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. The money Like there's not a deodorant business? Of course there the is. The money doesn't exist until the debt's been created. <laughs> the money... Okay, say that again. The, the money doesn't exist... Until the debt's been created. Okay. What is the debt in that example? When, when you go buy a house... You say you bought a house for three hundred grand or whatever. Mm -hmm. They don't have three hundred grand sitting in the vault. Nobody does. Debt-based economy. Right. Yeah. So you go there, you apply for the loan, boom. 
The printing presses put more ones and zeros in the fucking computer. Now there's more money in the system because you just created the money. As a debt slave, you just created the money. Correct. Well, that's the... The founding that's fathers the, warned about this shit. That's the, but that, the that, system that, we're in. Yeah, it's yeah. a debt-based economy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But you know, you get that back. So now you got, you know, the banksters creating all these debt, debt slaves and all. Yeah. And you got big pharma. Yeah. You know, want to create a bunch of jab-dependent slaves. <laughs> <laughs> jab-dependent. That's a good. What a descriptor. Jab-dependent. <laughs> have you Have you ever heard of? Antibody dependent enhancement, ADE. Antibody dependent. dependent enhancement. I have not. I think I'm in that category. I had COVID, recovered, um, yeah. so I think I got the antibodies. I but think I had it too. Yeah, but you're not antibody dependent, and your dependency has not been enhanced. Okay. By the jab. By the jab. Gotcha. That's what it's doing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's creating big problems, man. Yeah, it's um. It's controversial, man. It's a, it's a really really tricky one. I yeah. think where I land on this every time, in my there's a lot of arguments on both sides. There's a ton of angles you can take. Like if you're a yeah. fucking lawyer, you can yeah. take any angle you want on this. But in my mind, the the strongest angle, the strongest argument is the homeopathic one. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm the kind of guy where if I got a headache, yeah. and and somebody says, hey man, I got an Advil, I got an Excedrin, yeah, I'm gonna not take that. Because I, I want to chug two bottles of water first. That's what I want to do. And, and not I only that, take it didn't come out of your own bottle. How the hell did you? That might have come out of his dirty pocket. It might be the wrong. <laughs> Maybe some dusty ass Advil this guy got. It might be not got even pocket lit. I think that's an Advil. No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. if there is a. If there's a homeopathic way to do it, if there's a natural way to solve a problem, I will always pick that way first. I will always gravitate in in that that direction. Um, And so... To, to me, that's the strongest argument why anybody would would not get a vaccine. There's many other right. arguments, but but I'm not. I, I don't think that's the strongest one. The strongest one is well, you're, I you're, prefer you're, the you're, natural route if it's available. You're, you're using that term kind of loosely. Homeopathic? No, no. Natural? No, the other word. <laughs> <laughs> vaccine? Yeah, vaccine. <laughs> you can't be going around mandating. This is against the yeah. Nuremberg Code, man. Well, they certainly... <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they're obviously struggling to, to mandate vaccines because it's so s- fundamentally un-American. Nah, it's a really well, difficult thing to make happen. What they're trying to do is is punish people who don't want it. You see what's going on in Australia. Dude, there are some They're fucking, dragging kids out of their homes and stuff. and, and Arresting teenagers for yeah, partying on the beach and, and shit. Them, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just out of control. And now... It is out of control. They, they, they want to create... And, and look... I said it from the beginning, and, and I know it was all conspiracy theory back then, but certificate of vaccination ID. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to— I mean, that's where it is now. So you know, They so, want QR codes. So I want to get your opinion on this because I'm going to Spain in a few months. Really? And I booked a, a drum festival out in Spain, and I've got to— play the game, right? Like, I'm not used to this. I work from home. I don't fucking, yeah. I don't have to deal with any of this shit. But now I got to play this this game a little bit if I want to play this drum festival. And the way that they do it there, there's, there's, a, there's an element of this setup that I actually don't, I don't hate. Uh-huh. But I want to get your opinion on this. So the way Spain has it set up now, or mainly just Europe, the way it's set up, is you got to provide... Um, they test you. Well, 
that you have options. You have options. You can get the vaccine and and show the the Spanish okay, government. Fuck that one. Right, that okay. that's off the table. I'm not vaccinated, so no. so that that's not on the table. I'm immune, though. Right, so there's yeah. the other thing. I you think. can provide um, a a a what do they call it? Certificate of recovery. So you All can right. basically say I went to a doctor. The doctor said I had COVID, and then I recovered from it, so I got the antibodies. Uh-huh. And you can get a piece of paper that says that, and you can right. give them that. You can also give them an exemption, which if your doctor says I don't think you should get this vaccine uh-huh. because of reasons A, B, and C. Good luck finding a doctor though. Right, yeah, that's that's a much more uncommon one. But my my problem is here too. Also, is this testing? You know, well, that's the fourth option you can prevent to Spain is a negative test. Yeah. I saw a great meme that described this. Okay. Imagine a virus so deadly that you got to get tested to know you have it. (laughs) That's an awesome perspective. You know what I mean? Because most of the people running around with this shit are just fine. Just to see if you got it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so so here's the one. And by the way, what the hell happened to the flu last year? To the food? The flu. Oh, the flu. Yeah, that just disappeared. We're not talking about the flu. You didn't yeah, know. That, we're not we're yeah. talking about that. I think it's going to come back real bad this year, though. Yeah, <laughs> it might. Sorry. Well, okay, so let me let me finish this this pitch for what's, what the fuck Spain is doing. Oh, I want to see what you think. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so basically, you give us one of these four documents. Your yeah. ne- a negative COVID test. That's what I'm planning on doing. Yeah. Um, you can say that you got vaccinated. You can have an exemption. Or an antibody, um, like a, a, a certificate of recovery from your uh-huh. doctor. So basically what the Spanish government says is, hey, you give us one of these four documents before yeah. you come into our country, yeah. and we'll give you a QR code. Now, I hate that the uh, QR code yeah. exists. The QR code shouldn't fucking exist to begin with. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Dude, it'll but, be a tattoo before you're fucking dead. Right? That's the thing. A yeah. tattoo or a chip or some shit. I, I understand that the QR why, why code... Why a chip? The, the fucking QR... I guess... The, well, I mean, it's, it's it, the it'll get old, the it'll get old the and faded thing. like my tattoos and shit. A QR code, you might register somebody else with some other issues. <laughs> exactly. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I hate that the QR code exists. I think the premise alone of that is the slipperiest slope you could ever get on, right? Mm. Uh, so I, I hate that it exists. But if I have to scan a QR code, I do like the fact that it does not differentiate between people who are vaccinated, people who are immune, people who are exempt, or yeah. people who have just recently tested well, negative. Well, this is COVID. cool, man. I like because, that. But, but I like that. And this is great because when you go to Spain and come back, you'll be like one of the first guys in the States that's got a fucking QR code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? I don't want the QR code. I don't want it. But if I have to scan it, I like that they seem to have prioritized this idea that 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 we shouldn't discriminate what a healthy person is. You could be healthy and not at risk of spreading can, can COVID I, can because I tell you got you a vaccine way to, or can, because you can just Can I tell you the best way to do that? Okay. To discriminate the healthy from the unhealthy? Is give the unhealthy the fucking masks. The ones that are out there, <laughs> okay, here's your mask. Sure. Right? I, I, got, I bought a bunch of shit when Ebola came out. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was probably a smart move. Fucking suits and stuff, you know. I've yeah. got gas masks and shit like that. I need to get gas masks and, for my, yeah. my little survival stash. And yeah. I'm taking inventory of this shit when the COVID comes out because I'm thinking, man, this is the bioweapon I've been expecting. You think it may be okay? That's a great yeah. way to say it. It might be the bioweapon you were yeah, expecting. Yeah, I thought right? this is the one. Hey, man, this is the way. This is it. They're fucking us up. Okay, you know. But then I realized after a while, I was like, no, man, this is. Something else is going on. Yeah. This is one big mind fuck. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a mind fuck. Yeah. Because yeah, they're sure. telling you, oh, no mask, yes mask, three masks, no mask. You know, I mean, and then the inconsistency is, is alarming. It is deeply troubling You're that gonna have we to censor are, the fuck out of this. There's, some, there's a number of things that, yeah. that you just said we're going to have to censor probably. But, but we can talk about, at the very least, the concept that, that if somebody has an alternative way to approach COVID. Let's just say a random doctor from the middle of nowhere says, hey, yeah. I've got an idea. Maybe we could do this, this, and this. Yeah. I am, I'm, I'm perpetually interested in those people and what they have to say. Yeah. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're lying. Maybe they're crazy. Maybe they're full of shit and they have no idea what they're talking about. But they're, they're not killing about. people. As long as they're not killing people. Right. And even if... With their right. crackpot theories. Cor correct. <laughs> yeah. I, I, all I'm saying is I'm, I'm a fan of... Of the crackpot theories being allowed to be put yes. out there. Let's fucking hear uh, Let's hear the, all how, of them. How about the right to try? Wasn't that something that was some kind of legislation that was passed under Trump? Like if you're fucked up in the hospital, you got a right to try some shit? I you mean, know? fundamentally, I totally agree. It's it's yeah. your life to experiment with. However the fuck you want this adventure to go is up to you. This is a weird, this yeah. is a weird fucking problem that, that, that I'm running into now, nowadays. So... Kelly and I have had this conversation. I'll tell you where it comes up. Um, you know, I've done a, I've done steroid cycles before. Yeah, you told me that. And so with hormone science, I'm I'm kind of a nerd. I've, uh -huh. I've I spend a lot of time researching hormone science and trying to understand what it is I'm doing to my body when I go on a steroid cycle. And you yeah, know, yeah, you should. And and then yeah, and it's fucking complicated. <laughs> do, it in, do it intelligently if you're yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so so Kelly and I have been trying to have a kid for for a few months now. Um, and it's not long enough to think that we have any type of fertility problem necessarily, but it, it has made me want to research and Google certain things. And so we've gone, uh -huh. she's gone to see her doctor. We've gotten blood work. You know, we're just sort of, you know, toying around in this whole world of hormone science, right? Uh -huh. And it's interesting because her and I have had these conversations about what a doctor might suggest to us versus what we can go figure out on our own. Yeah. Right. And hormone science is such a good example because it's it's a complicated science. People don't understand this very well. You can go to your general practitioner. It's not something and, I ever really looked into. Right. And and, and, it, and you yeah. would find if you looked into it, it that it's incredibly complicated. It's yeah. not a simple science. It, beyond it's, my. Yeah. It's it's levels beyond sciences like nutrition or exercise or you know nerves. It, like like yeah. you name the the domain that you want to research. Hormone yeah. science is fucking deep, dude. Right. It goes it goes super super deep and there's a lot of there's a yeah, lot of those little fuckers are tiny right <laughs> they're tiny and we don't know exactly how they work it's a right. the, the gonadotropic system is really 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 fucking complicated yeah. it's your whole reproductive system my gonads ain't system. that complicated <laughs> i guess well, i should cut myself off soon <laughs> yeah yeah well so, but it's funny to be the last cocktail i'll have to sober up well, well we have these conversations kelly yeah. and i do about you yeah. know to what degree do you trust the doctor's opinion versus yeah. trusting your own opinion for doing a tremendous amount of research on your own right. you know and it, it's made me more hesitant to go see doctors uh, regarding anything with hormones because there is there's so much that I feel that I know because I've I've fucking yeah, went down, I spent right. hours and hours and hours reading about this particular topic yeah. and to go in to see some doctor who's you know, who spent five minutes reading about this 10 yeah. years ago, and then he's going to say, nope, you should take this and not that, and here's what your hormones are doing. Like, I don't know, bitch. I think you're wrong. Yeah. I, th I think you're wrong be because 
you know, I trust Dude, you're, my, you're, my you're, own ability to research this. These you're, things. you're doing you're doing fine with that. You know what I mean? Um, you've done your research. You have to trust your own judgment. You yeah. have to trust your own gut instincts. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, what if that comes in conflict with your doctors? That's what I'm talking about, right? Well, the only way it'll come in conflict with your doctors is if you actually done a whole lot of your own research. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? You have your own opinion. You can back you got it up. Your own opinion. You can back it up. Now, yeah. So in my case, I was in something that uh, I I had to put my faith in them. You know what I mean? Um, there, yeah. I think. Uh, well, it, it's over your head, right? Yeah, Cancer's way over. over your head. Yeah, it's like hormones would be over my head. Yeah. Okay. Mine too. The the only thing that ain't over my head, as far as all the medical shit going on, is this crap they're pushing now yeah i got a great bullshit filter that's what i always told my kids yeah i said you got to keep that bullshit filter clean yeah yeah because it's gonna get clogged all the time once yeah. you have a bullshit filter and you put it to work you can yeah. start sniffing shit out left and right, right. Man, i hear you yeah. right yeah but there comes a time when you have to just put your faith in doctors and there has to come a time when you question their judgment you know you've done your research and i fully support you on that you know, um, like if they had, I, I went, give me an example. We'll go back to cancer as an example. Okay. Okay. So I was going to St. Agnes and there was, over here was uh, Johns Hopkins. Okay. Yeah. You've never heard of St. Agnes. I have heard of St. Agnes. Is that a in Florida Baltimore, thing? In Baltimore, hospital. Oh, because I'm uh, from Baltimore. That's probably why I know oh, what okay, that is. Oh, okay. Right, I'm right, from right. Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, that's so. That's the only reason I know that's that's right. <laughs> you, you know St. Agnes. Okay. Most of you out there don't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and then there's Johns Hopkins, though. Everybody knows Johns Hopkins, right? Yes. All right. So everybody that had this shit going on at Johns Hopkins had a radical neck dissection. Okay. Where... They, the only lymph node that was removed from me was the one that had a six-centimeter tumor in it. Okay. Standard procedure at Johns Hopkins is they do a radical neck dissection and remove like 32 lymph nodes out of your fucking neck. They just take them all because they're just assumed they're all infected with cancer. Cancerous, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And when you come out of there, I mean, look at me. I mean, you know, my neck's fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right. These guys are coming out looking like a Maryland Terrapin. You know, <laughs> it's the bad. fucking turtle. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, mine's bad enough. You know, so thank God that you know, because I asked my doctors about that. You know, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we just we don't think you need it." Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, "Thank God." Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that opinion. Sure, you but know? if you went to John Hopkins, they would have just they probably would have said, "Yeah, right," because. And how I know this is I went to a support group okay. and, and after, after this. And not because I was really feeling like shit. You know, I mean, it was, just, it was, it was pretty heavy, you know. But I, I went to the support group, and, and everybody there at this table, most of them had gone to Johns Hopkins. And even, like, the stage two folks and stuff had radical neck dissection. I don't know, man. It was just like they were getting kind of carried away with that shit, I thought, you know? Hmm. Not accusing them of anything. Or, sure. But it just seemed like more, it was more of a... And maybe, maybe it was more three and four stages, but there was just a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of radical neck dissections there, and they were very obvious. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's not hard to look back into medical history and see some 
fucking insane things that we've done over the year. You know, there's yeah. there's a there's a meme. God, I wish I could. Uh, I'll probably try and pull it up to put it on the screen so people can see it. But the meme basically said uh, <laughs> something along the lines of like, like, oh, you got ghosts in your blood. You should take cocaine about it. Ooh, right? Like, what? Shit like that. I mean, how how far that's, back do you have correct. to go until that kind of mentality was yeah. like was the the predominant force in the medical industry? Right? Like people <laughs> believed fucking crazy things not very long ago. Yeah. So the idea drill, now drill some holes in the skull to let the demons out. Right? Fuck. I mean, lobotomies and all of this yeah. shit. Right? Like, yeah. there, there's no shortage. Well, I'm not of, totally against the lobotomies. I, I can think of, <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a few people. Drill them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're acting up. You get. To, yeah. Oh man. But but it's like it, to me it seems like it's not a far-fetched concept that doctors even now would have strong valid disagreements on different types of treatments. Yeah. That doesn't seem that crazy at all to me. But anyway, I got a piss, man. Yeah, I got a piss too actually. Okay. Let's take a piss break. Let's take a piss break. All right. Well, um, how was your uh how was your piss piss with the goats? That's <laughs> You want me to tell you? Tell me about, okay, tell me about okay, your piss so, with the goats, man. So, so we take our piss break, and I, and I go out there, and I decide to go piss over there by the goats. And uh, so I start pissing on the 4x4 uh, by four at the base of the goat pen, and a couple of goats come over, of course. And Aristotle I'm like, I'm thinking, man, these, these goats are probably going to want to lap up some of this piss here, you know, being like they're, you know, my dogs would. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you know? And... Uh, so one goat gets one whiff, and he says, nah, I'm out of here. It must be all that vitamin D3 mm. and zinc. And then uh, the other goats, he's, she or he? I don't know. Both he's. They're both he's. Two boys. Okay. Yeah, young right. men. So the gay one <laughs> hangs around. You know? And uh, he's like kind of interested in the piss, I'm thinking, but it's like he's not really trying to lap up the piss. <laughs> he keeps putting his head up, and I'm like, Oh, he's not trying to lap up the piss. He's trying to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, oh, Jesus man, like, homie, don't play that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah. I thought maybe he was just going to lap, lap up the piss. He but, might. They might. Yeah, they yeah. Might. Pro- probably, to, hey, probably, to- probably looked like a little teat on a fucking mama goat or it something. It might have. It might have. <laughs> well, you got cameras. You'll know. We got cameras. We check the <laughs> check the cameras to see exactly that, what that you got you going gotta on edit, with though, man. That shit you got to edit. I don't, I don't care what you got to hear, but that <laughs> one you got <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, goats will surprise you. They're, they're smart. They're fucking yeah. really smart. But they're smart in weird, in weird ways you wouldn't expect. Like, in some ways, they're actually really dumb. They'll just do some shit where you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like they'll do they'll do things they'll do things like that. Like you're, you got you got dude. Uh, I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> yeah, I know people like that too. <laughs> yeah, but like for example, you got like I got a miter saw yeah. out here, and I'm cutting these big heavy boards. Oh, got yeah. them all propped up and fucking loud, and you yeah. know sawdust flying everywhere. Yeah, and these goats will jump up on the miter saw and try to do a do a backflip off of it. Really, off of the table where I got the miter saw. Like that, they, they're just. So some things that they do, you're just like, God damn, you're dumb. Like, why no, would you come over man, here? Doing how, all how do this you know shit? they're dumb? Maybe they're trying to help you by doing a backflip off of my piece of wood while I'm. How hanging? else is a goat gonna help you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's probably the best they got. <laughs> that's all they got, man. 
Hey, dude, check this out. I'm doing a backflip yeah. off your fucking saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it, does it help? It's a morale booster for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. it is a morale yeah. booster. You're it'll it'll fucking, make you laugh. You're out there laughing and shit when you're cutting wood, man. Dude, working around yeah. goats is one of the funniest experiences. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. People think this is like a, like, this might be a silly point to make, but man, you will, it'll make you stop and pause and just like crack a smile. Like, yeah, goddamn, yeah. that was actually really funny. Like, like my dogs, man. Yeah, dogs do yeah. that for you too. It yeah. just gives you those little moments in the day where yeah. you're like, you know what? That was fucking hilarious. They're actually. your pets, man. Yeah. They're your family now. Yeah. Sounds like you love them. You've got a, uh, oh, I love those goats. They're, yeah, they're so yeah, fun. You do, man. They're so yeah. fun. You've got a, what do you got? Jazzy, what's the other one's name? Buttercup. buttercup. Jazzy yeah. and Buttercup. Jazzy and Buttercup. Yeah, man. What, what breed are they? I can't remember. Chihuahua. They're both chihuahuas. Big chihuahuas. They they they're not the feisty uh, little fucks. Those yeah, things. Yeah 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 yeah. They uh they're they're called the deerhead chihuahuas, not the applehead chihuahuas. Okay, so they're not the small list. Yeah, the little appleheads are real, the Tiny. real small ones. Yeah, yeah. these are the deerhead chihuahuas. Man, you would love this podcast I just had with this uh, dog trainer on yesterday. I bet it would. It was it was killer, yeah. man. Smart Maybe that, guy. What's Smart the name guy. of this podcast anyway? My daughter sent me a link to the <laughs> podcast. So the name of this podcast is All In with Adam. Oh, okay. No, that's not the one. She sent me a link to one. But so I, I have the I drum podcast too. Yeah. That's um, it's bigger than this one actually, yeah. but it's all drum world. Yeah. So you you're probably not interested in that. Yeah. You know um, I'm not going to listen to this either, right? <laughs> you I, might. I hate I hate the, the sound of my voice. You hate the sound of your own voice? Yeah. Dude, I'm so used to that. I've been recording myself for 15 years on camera now. I, yeah. Man, I hear myself on a recording. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> it it helps you with self improvement. A lot, I find, recording yourself, because you find things about... How can I just be helped? <laughs> well, you find things about, about your... You, you find yeah. that maybe you got a habit. Maybe you say some weird thing oh, all yeah. the time, and you don't even realize you say it. And then you hear it on camera, uh-huh. and you go, fuck, I say... I say that thing all the time. Too much, actually. Let me stop saying that so much. And then you kind of, it helps you sort of adjust your... Um, if you see something you know, like that, you adjust it for me. I'll adjust it, it for you. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then you can send me a text and say, dude, you say this shit way too much. Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that happens, man. I probably some, cuss too much. Some people got a little tick sometimes. Yeah. You don't cuss too much. I cuss plenty on this podcast. Yeah. I, I've actually tried to contain myself. You're trying to hold it back? Just a little, yeah, so Just a little bit? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah? It's yeah. good for you. It makes them land harder when you do cuss you know yeah, you don't sound very intelligent when you cuss too much that's true yeah you push too hard yeah but my problem is i've been around a bunch of intelligent sailors yeah so oh so you get all the I, cussing I, I, but I'm, they're smart i'm semi-smart and i cuss a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> at least at least i think so yeah hey nothing wrong with that man yeah. it's all good dude i appreciate you coming here today eric this was awesome man Had well a great ho- time. hopefully hopefully you'll find somebody out there that actually wanted to hear something i had to say <laughs> hey I, I think we will i think we absolutely will man. this is a blast how about a fist bump let's do a fist bump all, all right. right man okay love you brother we'll uh bye folks talk my, to y'all soon my 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 first podcast you killed it maybe my maybe it. my last <laughs> i hope not man. i hope not all right man. all right guys